This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Rose Ed, time added on, and it's time for a listener questions special. We asked you to send us questions, and you did. That's how a listener questions special <laughs> works. Um, me, Joe Forrester, here with Hannah East and Mike, as always. Um, first question is from Chimp. So, <laughs> Chimp, Mike's like, Chimp says, is this the final roll of the dice for Arteta? He's going to get sacked next season. So it's the final roll of the dice for Rose Ed? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> is this a final show yeah. for um, um which it like i don't yeah. i don't dictate what the listeners say i just pick the questions that we use well <laughs> so, i don't why don't we ask first and then I'll, I'll give you my take hannah is this the final roll of the dice for arteta who's going to get sacked next season why would it be well, I don't know, Chimp's not here, is it i guess <laughs> i guess because um they had a bad start to the season and they didn't get the champions league yeah but they're playing all right <laughs> I mean, I, I I agree with Hannah, like 100%. I don't I think know why it would be a there's thing. Such a, there's, there's all this like reactionary from, from Arsenal fans. Well, don't slag like, off, he's a listener. No, I'm not, I'm not saying from him. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, we've slagged off every listener mm. in this past few shows. We're actually not very nice people. Uh, no, but look, it's, but it, you have to... <laughs> we had um, a special guest, um, Guardolio on the line. <laughs> Yes, we had a special guest, Ben Keenan, on the last episode, and he was talking about how how managers, you know, are not really given a chance. I don't know if he said that at all, but <laughs> no, he didn't, he didn't, say, he didn't that. say that didn't at say all. That. When did he say that? <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyway, what did he actually say? Can he, you're a journalist, like, can you get the quote right, please? What did he oh, actually say? Um, he was talking about Man United and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Listen um, to it, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, really good like episode. Oh, honestly, it is. I'm not just saying that because Joe's paid me to. Um, <laughs> 
but anyway, yeah, he, like with with managers, they're often not given enough time, um, and you have to build something from the ground up. Like my oh, my analogy, well, like, remind the listeners about, of your analogy because it's yeah. So, so good. obviously you you build like the the bottom floor, and then you build the top floor, and then mm. you build a loft extension, yeah. and then you turn it into a high rise tower block. Yes, yeah. how it, building works from my years in building work. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 um, so yeah, so, so anyway, my, my point is, I'm getting there eventually, you have to give managers time to to execute the project. Mm. And with, with Arteta and Arsenal, it's, it's always like they lose a few games, Arteta out. They win a few games. Arsenal are the best young team in the league with, with a young manager. They're moving in the right direction. I actually get really annoyed with pundits and stuff because they change throughout the season. Like, oh, on, on, honestly, like Joe does. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, come on. yeah, but don't call Joe a pundit. I'm not sure he's got like Gary Neville and, and Jamie Carragher when, when we won a few games earlier in the season talking about how it's so you know impressive what Arsenal were doing and they're taking so many risks to you know, buy all, all these players that are like the age of 21, 22, 23, 24 and, and have the youngest manager in the league. And then when we lose a few games or we miss out on the top four, it's like a disaster. But it's not. You have to look at it overall and take all of that into context and just say as long as they're moving in the right direction which they are because they finished eighth for the last two seasons finished fifth back into the Europa League as long as there's an upwards you know curve then you have to give it time so you're going to gamble on the word trajectory then. yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a hard word did, to say did you know yeah. That? Yeah. I, I avoided that <laughs> I can but see yeah. him think that, that curve. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I think that's actually a really good point to be fair and <laughs> cheers there you go, chimp. That's you back in your box. Um, Mike wants to know, not this Mike, I guess. Uh, if you could add one rule for next season, what would it be? Mine would be score three goals and you get a bonus point. So if you lost 4-3, your team would still get a point. He also says another rule change would be added time only ends when the ball goes out of play. So the defending team must kick it out before the game can end. I don't know why that would help. <laughs> But like then just, the game could go on for forever. Or you would just, more likely it would just end because you just boot it out straight away, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't like, what do you think about yeah, the one, sure if you score three goals, points. you get a bonus point. I think that's interesting. But then, <laughs> yeah. Trying to work it out. I'm thinking it, in terms of like goal difference anyway on the, the table, like, you know, when we're doing table time with Hannah East, mm, how great, that so. would, feature that. yeah, that would <laughs> become like even more exciting. Cause it's like, how many goals did they score? But how many bonus points did they get? Yeah. Well, it would have That's to be like be a new, exciting. a new column in the Premier League table for, for bonus points. Well, I guess it, well, I don't know, actually, I guess. So what would it mean? It would mean that the crap teams would be encouraged to play more attackingly yeah because you're going to lose yeah. seven nil to city yeah but you may as well try and score goals you don't care even if you yeah. ship 12 because you want those three and it yeah. would make it you know with that incentive it would make the matches more exciting yeah but they are they not exciting enough well not when you watch united no no but that's different <laughs> but isn't then it? but then what what that could also do looking at it from the other angle you could have teams that are at the bottom of the table trying to just like desperately score three goals, but they lose every single game. And then those one points are not really going to help them all that much. Because like, um, this is primarily, in my head. No, yeah. primarily, if you're Norwich, it doesn't matter how many goals you try and score, you're probably just not good enough to score three goals because you can't even score one. 
Like it's not like Norwich are not trying to score. Like, so they, what I'm you're saying sure is the better teams would have the advantage and yeah, they would just they would, be yeah. way out in front on the table yeah. rather than being cringe sign between like one point between yeah. City but it's, and... It's an Liverpool. interesting concept, thank you very it much. It is, yeah, thanks so for the question. Idea. Mike, it's a swing yeah. and a miss, Mike, but thank you for, uh, for getting in yeah. touch. So that's two listeners we've uh, <laughs> battered. Uh, Lauren says, what's your best piece of life advice? <sighs> Don't ask the me. The pull-out technique. Oh, work. I thought you meant pull out beds for a minute then. You mean oh, sex, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so good. pulling out, you can still get pregnant. So if yeah. a guy says, don't worry, I'll pull out, you can still get pregnant. Well, but it's on. not a form of contraception. But you've got, no, but you've got two children with Andy. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. And he, he pulled out both times. Oh, so you were, uh, right. you had little enough knowledge on contraception. That no, the I, I just of your yeah, children. We were just like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. I won't get pregnant. Just pull out. You know, um, so right. So, you know, pre. Yeah, you get pregnant off that. <laughs> Hello, we want pre. <laughs> we want pre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, but. I don't think Hannah gets that. I got, I got but, um, Kanye West. Kanye yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, with pre. Right. So it's like a little. Um, it's like, um, you know, say you're at a restaurant in Greece, for example, and they sometimes come around with like Smashing a little- plates. No, but with like a little aperitif before and they go, oh, do you want a shot of limoncello? And like before your meal, it's like, that's what pre is. It's like a little, like, like a freebie. Little... <laughs> but it doesn't taste like limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> I love a limoncello. I don't love do juice, you? but I do love limoncello. That's <laughs> what you eat all your diet is, I guess. Um, yeah, if you eat lots of pineapple, you can mm. taste that in. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah. But why doesn't that happen with like, I eat loads of satsumas and I've never had feedback going, oh, it's- one, one in five a day. <laughs> it's like a fresh orange. Yeah, mine's but got pips in it. There's <laughs> <laughs> some peel in there. Um, that's my that's my that's my life advice. What's yours, Mike? Uh, I don't really think I'm in a position Fox. to offer life advice. It's got to be better Honestly. than Hannah's. Anything, uh, anything. No, you know what, Hannah? That that's a good point. But I'm pretty sure most people know that. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Oh, the first date rule. What's that? Don't you don't have sex on the first date. Why though? Yeah. No, that's why I was 23. Must have been Let me try and think. Um, <laughs> Only joking. I, I would say if if you're on, I'm going to go for the younger listeners now because obviously you guys oh. never use Tinder and stuff. Well, hang on. So you want to talk about want. Tinder and the younger listeners? Huh? Mike, is this a court case? <laughs> No. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just trying to say like there's been plenty of Here times where I've, I've, I've turned up to a date <laughs> obviously obviously pre pre my goal. And they were <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna stop. Sorry, mate. No, no, go. I'm gonna cut that out. Please don't include that. I'm gonna cut um, so yeah, just, like you just get a catfish, don't you? So like, I would say if you're gonna go on a date with a girl of Hinge or Tinder or whatever, add them on Snapchat or FaceTime them to just them. see see what they look like before you turn up and you're just disappointed. Cause that's like the, the worst part of dating, the part that I hated so bad is that you can invest like weeks talking to a girl and you turn up and there's there's nothing there. It's Gollum. There's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I can't imagine yeah. anything yeah. worse than, I actually watched a video on Facebook this morning. I really need to find it. This woman's like, oh, here I am uh, meeting this guy for the first time on a date. And there's this guy, he's so skinny, this African guy sat in the driver's seat and he's like, um, looks up and he's really skinny with no eyebrows and like a really gaunt face. And then there's this, she's got a picture on her phone and she's like, huh? And she's like, you look nothing like him. He's like this movie star, like The Rock. And she's like, you don't look like him at all. And then it zoomed in on his face. And he was like, yeah, but that picture, I took that picture like two years ago when yeah. I was on holiday. And then she was like, where's your 
eyebrows. <laughs> but it's like literally the funniest thing. So I'm going to try and get the clip for you to play. But yeah, that's like, that's a catfish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's yeah. what you call it. Yeah. Well, it happened to me. I know I've told you this uh, before, but um, it happened to me a couple of times. But once I remember turning up and the girl looked about 15 years older than she had in her photos. Oh, really? And I realised like later when I looked at her photos more carefully that what she'd actually done is, you remember those old yellow and black Kodak cameras you take on like lads or girls holidays when yeah. you're 20-year-olds? Yeah. I think she'd scanned in photos from like Malia 04 oh. or oh, something because she was she looked like that girl's, she looked like that girl if that girl had melted. So oh, no. <laughs> like Jeez. she was it's at least worst. 15 years. I was like 28 and this girl looked about 45. It's the worst, like going on a date. I met this guy in Sheffield once. I'd broken up with my long-term boyfriend and this guy was like, oh, do you want to go for drinks? And then I turned up and he had these pinstriped like woolen trousers on. <laughs> he was like pedal pushes. And, was and, it <laughs> and he was so like, he's like, normally when I take a girl on a date, what I do is I hire a black cab and I take them around looking at the sites. But what I'm going to do sites is... Sites of uh, North Allison. Of, uh, no, Sheffield. Sheffield. And There's then he's the like, <laughs> Yeah. And he was like, so what I'm going to do is set up a tab so Honey Bunny just have what you want. Ugh. And I was just like, oh, because girls in North Allen pay their own way. You pay for your own drinks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so this guy, <laughs> my best mate was... Specifically North Allison. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere else in the country. Oi, oi. Oh, I don't mind the misogyny, but I will pay for me on WKD. Yeah. Now, where's <laughs> this cap? Me after shock and me blue wicked. Yeah. So this guy, my best mate was working in the bar at the time. And this guy was, um, he was like, whatever you want to drink, just get it. And he walked past me through his credit card at my friend at the bar. And he didn't know she was my housemate. And I just said to my friend, I was like, oh, f this I'm off like this is just not for me and she was like well where are you going and she was making the drinks and she was like well order a few more drinks and I'll charge his card and then if you wait around the back of the pub then we can just drink them out the back and he thinks you've gone <laughs> so she Genius. made she made like eight drinks and um she when he came back and he was like where's she gone and my friend was like I, I don't know there's your card I've charged your card there's your card back and gave it to him because he was such a, 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 a and then we sat around by the wheelie bins at the back and just got pissed <laughs> It was such a good night. We had a, a pack of quavers. Yeah, great. There you go. Yeah, that was the best date I've ever had. I think mine would just be, yeah, uh, follow your dreams, kids, because <laughs> look where it's brought us. It's <laughs> 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 stories like that. Um, Mike, Tom wants to know, how do Everton reinvent themselves? That's a hard question. I think... Um, <laughs> Transfer strategy. Really gently stroking the dog's <laughs> bum as well. <laughs> Can you just keep Nothing stroking the dog like that? Just keep doing it. Oh, she's, oh, she's turning around now. Oh, she's coming back for more. Yeah, she <laughs> loves it. No one's ever touched me like this. <laughs> this is great for the listeners. <laughs> You'll have to cut this bit out. Okay, carry on. So, so how do Everton reinvent themselves then? I think transfer strategy. Yes. Yeah. You know, they, they bought in a bunch of players to, to play under Carlo Ancelotti and then they got... They got Rafa Benitez and then they got Frank Lampard. So slight, slight, like gradual downgrade in terms of the esteem of, of managers um, at Everton. Um, but yeah, like signings like Hammers, Rodriguez, like Alan, players like that. That's not really the type of players they should be going for. I feel like the best players f for them in the sort of run in, keeping them you know, up from relegation were players like Mason Holgate, uh, Anthony Gordon. And these are like young, young hungry players who actually want to, Want to be, want to be there? <laughs> well, do you think Frank's the man to? Do you think they should stick with Lampard next season? I think if they cater to, to what he's good at, which is sort of working with with players that are on like the, the periphery, not quite like 
looking like top top class players but are almost like there i think he's really good at that like i think the work that he did with mason mount when he was at derby and then continued that at, at chelsea i think that was probably his, his best sort of work as, as a manager so if, if they cater to his strengths then, then I, I think yeah um but i'm not sure he's the right manager to to take them forward and sort of like bring them back up to mid table which is where they want to be mm. well there you go tom uh, Hannah, Jonathan wants to know, oh, God. or Jonathan says, rank the atmospheres in the Premier League from best to worst. Wow. I mean, you don't have to do all of them because that'd be mental. That'd be table time, but a whole different table time. What is in what <laughs> I, I think the atmosphere Yeah, where do you like. think Manchester United stand? Um, well, it's not really, the, it's not been the best atmosphere at Old Trafford this season at all because everyone's like really sad. It's quite toxic, isn't it? Yeah, and everybody leaves early. That's which not you good never, atmosphere. Which, no. Yeah, which you never used to see. But when you're getting absolutely thrashed by a rival team, then, and you, you know, you're passionate as a fan, you pay for a season ticket, you want to watch good football, don't you? And it's hard when it's not your team that's playing the good football. But it's weird when, for example, you are at Old Trafford and everybody's going, what are you doing? Pass it back. Why are you do? You know, like yeah. everybody's become a football manager yeah, and criticising, yeah, yeah. like that gets a bit frustrating. Um but atmosphere-wise... I think mm. I like Palace. I've always thought Palace was really good. Kind of a good old-fashioned football stadium. Everton, last few games of the season. Yeah, that they they yeah. pulled it out, the bag. I tell, I tell you, I know <laughs> it's not... Don't, but never pull out, actually. That's Hannah's advice. In, yeah. the, in the Premier League... Leave it in. Um, not in, not in <laughs> yeah, just leave it and see what happens. Um, yeah, in, um, apparently... And I know we mentioned uh, Derby a few times on the uh, the old Rose Ed podcast, mm. but apparently the atmosphere in Derby is unbelievable. Um, but the I've been to a couple of Leicester games this season as well, and Leicester atmosphere is so good because that like you'll get to the game and they've given everybody a beer and everybody a cookie on their chair. <laughs> that's what beer and cookie. Yeah, oh, or they, they give you or mix. they give you like a muffin. They give you the um, <laughs> the, the clacking thing. Give you thing. a crumpet. Yeah, <laughs> but they give, give you, you something. It's like. You get to you get to the game and you're like, this is so cool because the the club yeah. have thought, right, everybody can have a drink, everybody can have a little snack, and watch good football. But that's so true, actually. I've never had a pint and a cookie. Like <laughs> they don't really like. Oh, I'm just yeah. going to enjoy a little biscuit and a pint. They don't feel like they go together. But yeah, no, nice, very nice. It, but it's like, but that's like the sort of thing that's a really, really nice for a, an atmosphere. So what what would you give them out of the twenty? Where would you put United atmosphere wise? Um, are they down in relegation and they battling for no it's, ju it's just a frustration Europe. isn't it at the moment but it's just a, a building process you know oh, next season question, here we go right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not brilliant probably down there relegation yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to have to do a second part to the listener questions because we have had loads in so thank you very much but just one to finish this listener questions part one special with that rolls off the tongue doesn't it totally James says yeah. if Rose Ed was a lifeboat and you could only save one of the other hosts, which one would you save? The dog. <laughs> and why? Um, Mike, which one of us would you save and why? Oh, There's only room for two people. Bridget's not here. Bridget's drowned. We've lost her. This is really, oh. really, this is so hard, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I say Hannah because she's got two kids and that, that's the only reason. Oh, that's such a lovely so thing. I, I, feel, I feel like they'd, they'd need their mum, even though she teaches them absolute filth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hannah? Um, I'd probably just save myself. <laughs> You'd rather have the space. You'd rather have the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, lads, but oh. Yeah. Is diplomat Hannah coming out again? Well, I did think about it. I was like, who's going to be, because if we're in a lifeboat situation, who's going to be more useful? Definitely not me. And but I, I, I could swim because I used to swim a lot. 
and I'm a qualified swim life in like the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. She's pitching. So, she's pitching now. She's looking at me like desperately, yeah. like, but Joe. Like, I could save you both, and then I could swim. How, how are you going to save us? Well, you can just stay in. You just stay in the boat, and I'll swim next to you. But what's so? No one's saving me. <laughs> I'm first out. This is like at Christmas when I got all the family to write. Um, I had a gratitude tree, and uh, it was all Andy's family there, all my family there. And I was like, right, what you have to do is write two positive things about each, like somebody in the room. So it could I did mine about my mum and about my brother, and I just wrote two nice things that they'd done that year, and then we all read our things out and then hung them on the tree. Um, so we were all reading ours out, and Andy sat there like. Nobody wrote anything about Andy. Oh, so, no, Andy. I know this was three years ago, well, and we off. got to the end, and I just presumed his mum and dad would write about him, and I just presumed <laughs> that his brother or my sister-in-law would write something about him, and uh, Andy was just like, "Oh no, nobody's written anything oh, about Jesus, me." So then we sad. all, <laughs> I gave everybody two bits of paper again, and everybody wrote two nice yeah, things. The, no one could think of anything. They were like, <laughs> 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 "Fake though." Yeah, it was so fake. It's I'd, a bit like that. I'd rather not have that. I'd rather not have the fake ones afterwards because yeah. that's yeah. worse. You've got to sit there while everyone pretends to yeah. say nice things about you. He was really sad, actually. He was very upset by that. Oh, so yeah. we did. We don't do a gratitude tree anymore. No, <laughs> it was a <laughs> idea anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, should we leave it there? Yeah. For part one of the listener question special on Rose Ed. <laughs> um, right. Follow us, Rose Ed Pod, on the Hags um, and. Like us on the algorithm, algorithm and review us. <laughs> um, thanks, Anna. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Cheers. See ya. Bye. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>